Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save. With a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show yeah man one more time steve harvey got a radio show why because god god is in the blessing business if you go get in line he has something for you if you go get in line he has something for you God is amazing. The plan he actually has for you is so far greater than you can possibly imagine. It's really mind-blowing. And as I look back on where he's brought me from and what he's currently doing for me, all I can do is tell you is God. That's all I can tell you because I tell you right now, I didn't foresee it. You know, it, it oftentimes amazes me when I listen to celebrities when they interview how they say, you know, I always, always thought I, that this would happen for me. And I just, you know, I, it could be true. But for me, it's not that way at all. I didn't imagine it this way. I had a dream of becoming famous one day, but I had no idea it would, it would ever get to this. It was a very, very simple uh, desire for fame. I just simply wanted to become one of the premier stand-ups in the country. One of them. Not the, but just one of them. Because, you know, humor is, uh, you know, it's, I don't know the right word, but it's an opinion. Some people, no matter how funny you are, think somebody else is funnier than you. I, I get that. That's I don't have a problem with that. It's some people that did not like Richard Pryor. They just didn't. They didn't find his brand of humor to be funny at all because it does it didn't tickle their funny bone. So merely what I wanted in the beginning was to become one of the premier stand-ups in the country. There is no way I could have seen all this. There is no way. I am telling you this is this has been nothing for me but the grace of God. And all the times I failed, every time I had fallen, he picked me up, he dusted me off, and he kept me moving. It has been an amazing thing to watch God do what he do. As I look back on my history, and you sometimes look back on your history, you've got to see, man, wow, what God has done for you and what he's brought you through to enable you to be where you are. It is amazing. Because really, I mean really, real talk now, had he allowed all of the decisions I had made to play all the way out, I can assure you I wouldn't be here today. But God, through this grace and mercy, who had a plan for me, who was just waiting on me to come get in line, and then he was going to start emptying out. He was going to start shipping out all the boxes in heaven with my name on it. And man, what a great God he is. What a great God he is. And you have boxes of blessings with your name on it that he is waiting to ship, but he needs you to go down there and get in line. That's what it is. 
It is not that he has more boxes for other people than he do you. He got boxes with your name on it who have never been shipped because you will not get in line to go get them. You will not ask God for them. You will not do the things necessary to attain them. We stop our own blessings, man. I have been the biggest stopper of my blessings than anybody else. I can't really get mad at nobody. I got nobody to blame for my existence but me. But then at the same time, I can't take credit for it. I really, really can't. I I kid you not, I cannot take credit for it. And if you ever see me taking credit for it, tap me on the shoulder, say, Steve, pull up. You Remember you said this ain't about you. If you catch me taking too much credit, you have my permission to stop me. Now, here is the deal, though, and, and this is what I want to get through to you today. Moving forward while under attack, New level, new devil. You know, every time you go somewhere, every time you try to progress, every time you make a decision to be better, to do better, there's going to be a confrontation you're going to have because it is the enemy's job to not see you go forward, do better, want more, behave yourself. There is a force that is operative out there that has people working on his behalf (laughs) 24-7. I mean, just do dirt all day long. You got a computer, go go read a blog. Just go read a blog. They busy, man. Not knowing, but just saying evil stuff constantly. Con- that's their job. Well, here's, here's what happens. I, you, we have to always keep moving forward while we're under attack. Because the attack is going to always come. If you allow the attackers to stop you, you will lose that particular battle. And you cannot afford this. You know, my father used to say, uh, be careful when you're trying to kick somebody off the ladder because you got to take your foot off too. And you might slip. And so when people are taking their feet off the ladder, most some of them the majority of them ain't even on a ladder. They just at the bottom throwing stuff up at you. They are just shaking your ladder. They ain't even they ain't even on your level, really, tell you the truth. They're really not. You have moved on far beyond them, spiritually, physically, everything. But they are still shaking your ladder and attacking you. Keep moving forward while under attack because the attacks are going to come. If you take the time to stop and address it, you are impeding your own progress. This is very important to understand. Go on about your business and remember Steve Harvey and remember those of you out there. There is a Bible verse that helps me out every time. And I don't know why. I got it on six different plaques sitting all around my offices. Everywhere I go, I can read it. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That because this is that he will put me under his wings of protection. And this is my inheritance as a servant of the Lord, period. I'm his boy, he my man. So so dig, so, so when you come in for me, I have to just rest on that laurel right there, that he got it, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm just like you sometimes. You know, we know better, but sometimes we don't do better. Man, let them say what they're going to say. When they get through saying it, 
when they get through writing it, when they get through talking about you, when they get through lying about you, guess what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to step back and watch you rise. They're going to have to kick back and watch what God got for you because nothing God got for you can't nobody stop it. I don't care what they do. Keep moving forward while under attack. You know something? i tell you something. Minister Louis Farrakhan taught me something very important one day. He said, Steve, remember this. He said, it is a common thing for a dog to bark up at the moon. But if the moon barks back at the dog, the dog becomes famous. You feel me? The moon was talking to you? What did you, how did the moon stop and talk to you? Don't give them that. Let the dog bark up at the moon. Don't you be up there. You go where God got you going. Don't bark back at this dog because the dog come famous because they ain't going to be able to get to you, but the dog is famous. Now they want to interview the dog. Now the dog, guess what? He going to do more barking. Guess what? About you. Man, go on about your business, y'all. God is in the blessing business all day long, man. Go get in line. Get you some. Get them packages and boxes shipped to you. They got your name on it waiting on you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all around the world, you are listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, man. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. (laughs) Good morning, Steve Harvey. And the fabulous Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Hey, crew. High pitch. Morning, up. There it is. (laughs) There it is. That's what you want right there. And that note. The loose cannon. (laughs) J. Anthony Brown. Good morning, Steve. Uh Harvey. (laughs) Yay, yay. Yay. So where's Tommy? He's on his way, I hear. On his way. Mm-hmm. Really? Do you all think he's sliding back a little bit into what he used to be? I didn't know him. Neither. No, he actually yeah, said at no. the top of the year he changed. Yeah. Remember? Hashtag How many of you believe the change? I know what he was. Well, before. I do. He's so not, far so good. What, what was he? He's not. He he used to be a hothead, Jay. And I'm talking about ready, set, go. Really? You, oh, zero yeah. to sixty. And if you made him mad, he would zero to sixty. He, he would shut down, right, Stephen? Yeah. He wouldn't speak to you for two, three weeks. Weeks. Yeah. Whole grudges oh, at oh, a yeah. time. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! Like he would disappear from four, six breaks of the show. Just didn't <laughs> say nothing. nothing. Yeah. Be sitting right here. So you throw right it to him and you get nothing. 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 Silence. Matter of fact, matter of fact, fact don't throw it to him. Say it right. It's going to be on the floor. Side don't here. throw him nothing, Steve. It no. Be- I mean, man, it was floor. crazy, man. No assist. It was crazy. He has he has improved. Yeah. 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 He has improved. Big time, Steve. I, I, I just, but I got to be honest with y'all. What? The mentoring. Has not happened. Supposed to, I, it's, it's, it's alarmingly absent. But Steve, <laughs> part of that is you. You don't have time. You know, you, know, hey, you got to you got to accept some responsibility. Yeah. No, Steve. No, I'm sorry. I accept no responsibility. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why. Hold okay. up, oh, Junior. Yes, sir. Did you not just come to the set of Family Feud? Yes, I did, sir. How much time did we spend together? An hour. Bam. He but he had a even, show. No, he had listen, a show me, in Memphis. That's right. No, he doesn't make any attempt been here, 
to yeah. get mentored. He's been Come here. On, team Tom. He's I'm on, I am Team Tom. I'm just putting facts out. <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. okay, I'm shutting up. Dog, he got an apartment out here in L.A. He got a home in Houston. He travels. Everybody yes. got a cell phone. He can text, email. He makes no attempt to be mentored. And just sadly to say, well, no, I'd retract that. And he's on his way to having his career the way he's designing it. And he's just on his way. But it it is devoid of mentoring. And I just wanted to say that. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like he's going to get In other words, you're open soon. to mentor him and he hasn't contacted you. Sometimes. <laughs> okay, Team Tom. I feel <laughs> Shot him right in like the a mentorless child. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Sometimes I feel like a mentorless child. He's got to be humming that somewhere. <laughs> Well, it's okay, the last we're, week of March. Huh? Yeah, we're going to try to get a crack in this week. This real. was started in January when we first came back. It's damn near the end. It's spring. I ain't talked with this boy yet. How busy you think I am? Uh-huh. Uh, You're very busy. Shirley, you and I have talked. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time, guys, for something funny. <laughs> funny! As we sit with three comedians this morning. Tommy's on his way. Uh, well, everyone's favorite nun is uh, heading to the Final Four. <clears throat> yeah. The Loyola basketball team chaplain, 98-year-old Sister Jean Dolores Smith, uh, a.k.a. Sister Jean. They just call her oh. Sister Jean. Oh, she's so sweet. A- mm-hmm. And the uh, Loyola Chicago Ramblers will be heading to San Antonio to yeah. take on the Michigan Wolverines. Boy. Them boys is getting it in. Yes, they are. <laughs> and I mean they're balling hard. Them boys yeah. out of Shot Town balling hard, man. Balling. <laughs> for them. They yeah. trying to let them have it. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I do a, like a little small? You know I don't know basketball, but I know this is happening. Mm-hmm. The Lady Gamecocks, Columbia, South Carolina, in the final eight, about to go to the final four again after winning it last year. This year, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's big, Jay. That's real big. Oh, yeah. And that's all I know now. Yeah. So don't we don't get into no deep conversation about <laughs> who's on the bench and how deep they are. I don't I don't know that, okay? Wow. But you know to give a shout I out. I know I'm giving a shout out. Right. I was gonna ask you guys what did you think of Sister Jean? That's the the nun. The nun. Yeah, 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 she's ninety eight and she's well, very inspirational to the guys. I know a more well, famous nun than her though. Oh, my first wife. You ain't get none. You ain't see none. <laughs> Your first wife was a nun, Jay. I, I didn't get none. I didn't, I didn't talk about none. But she's supposed to be the what? What is the the mascot of the mm-hmm. team? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she, very she's, articulate. Yeah, she's very. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. razor sharp, uh-huh. man. For oh, ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. I'm going like, wow, man. This woman is speaking. She's clear, mm-hmm. coherent. Mm-hmm. She knows all. It's talked about San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I, but them boys is getting it done, man. Yeah. Boys out of Loyola, you, you know that's a school you go to when you don't get picked to go to the big, the bigger schools, and you know, you know, you didn't quite get the big grade point. The grade oh. point average held you back. <laughs> you know, you why are you going down low, Steve? You, you know, just that's, <laughs> that's how I went to school. <laughs> Oh, it's, I went to it's something close to your heart you speak yeah, of. Yeah, something yeah. near and dear. Just some near. Yeah, and dear. I, I know what it's like to get in badly. <laughs> 
All right, so now <laughs> all kinds of teams want Sister Jean to come to their city and, and visit them. Atlanta Falcons want her, Carolina <laughs> Panthers, and um, she might even have a date with Charles Barkley because he said if Loyola went, uh, made it to the Final Four, he would take Sister Jean out on a date. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, I guess she needs to be getting and ready. If she going to save teams, how the hell did Cleveland Brown? <laughs> I knew it. They didn't call her. <laughs> they need to be first. They ain't brought her. How the, and how the hell Barkley going to understand the depth of this lady's language, really? This lady's going to be talking all over Barkley's head. <laughs> Me and Charles talk real good when we together. Because uh -huh. we be right there. Yeah. Ooh. Same vocabulary. <laughs> 30 points, 50 points. <laughs> so do you guys have like a, um, here's a question for you. Do you have like a, a good luck person per se or a person you look yes, to? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing mighty bad. <laughs> You're damn yeah. right, I got We somebody. all do. We all I will go to. Yeah. That's my go to right there. I, I rub these checks every week. Are you kidding me? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, our very own Thanks, Sister Steve. Jean. Thanks, Steve. Brother Steve and Sister Jean. Brother Steve and Sister Jean. You're not going to clap harder for Sister Jean. Man, than not, not harder than for Steve. I'm telling you. So we all agree on this show. Yeah. Our good luck yeah. person Who's is Steve luck? Harvey. Say it one Brother time. Steve. One, two, three. Steve. 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 Brother Steve. <laughs> yep, Steve. I'm telling you right now. I get into a bind. I don't even call my own mama Man, no more. I had nowhere to go. Ever <laughs> since I read it on Steve, yeah. I ain't called my mama. Not one time. I'm calling Uncle Steve. <laughs> So wait, so Steve yeah. is that magical person? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't call to ask yourself what situation you can't get in that he can't help you get out what, of. What can you be in that he can't help you? You ain't lying. And Even my husband said, boy, if we follow hard time, we got one millionaire. We and I just want to say this, oh, and I want to say it proper. Uh, this N-word does it without a cape. What? <laughs> <laughs> Change his number quite often. Oh, yeah. we, we need to throw that oh, out. I ain't got to talk to him. Yeah. All I got to do is just see him. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You oh, I'm changing yeah. the number. Uh uh. Oh, yeah. and no, there's... no, no. Soon as it get regular. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. If I get two phone calls, <laughs> the number's changing. It's changing. Two, two, two to three phone calls. Stay. Stay. Huh? Hello? <laughs> Steve, what's up, man? Uh oh. Who is this? <laughs> Earl. Already know. Yeah, I ain't doing shame. business with nobody. Name Earl. You already know. You already know. ain't no Earl. No, I ain't no Earl. Hey, Steve is Earl, him. man. What's up yeah. with you, man? Yeah, but open the conversation with Steve. Steve. Got you, boy. But you ain't even know I had your number. That's what that's what I hear when I hear that. Steve. You Bet you wondering how I got this you? number. Yeah. Tell me who gave it to you. <laughs> right. As soon as we You're hang up, that number gets blocked immediately. I'm telling you, man, you can't get me twice. Once I learn how to block a number, oh, that number, you got to come again.
Wow. Yeah. But you will, that number's blocked. Mm-hmm. And the stuff you can do on the phone now, you couldn't do nowhere near back in the day. Right. You can block a number. Yeah, you couldn't even, you, you didn't even know who was calling. Yeah, you didn't even know who was calling. Yeah, right. Yeah. You didn't have caller no, ID hey, back hey, in the day. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. They got an app where you can call somebody's number, and it will scramble your phone number and make it look like something else. If somebody's blocked you, there's an app you can get. Use the app, punch in their number, and then call it through that app, mm-hmm. and it scrambles mm-hmm. your number, and it looks like something else. Ooh, they got that now. That's some Don't rich be trying to use that right app there. on us. No, yeah. no, 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 that ain't rich. That's real record. 99 wow. cent download. <laughs> well, coming, coming up next, it is Monday, of course, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam. Where is Deacon Def Jam? They're going to be here with church complaints coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, we're going to discuss the March for Our Lives marches in uh, Washington and all over the country. Plus, Miss Ann is going to be here. She's going to have today's national news. But right now, it is time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam, guys. <clears throat> oh, 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 Lord. <clears throat> we gavel yes, on this auspotentious day. Whoa. Uh, uh, this what? <laughs> auspotentious day. Wow. What does that mean? To give authoritatives. <laughs> 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 and a uh, notion to critical adjustment. In other, in other words, this here church is full of people with complaints. Yes, any of that. They complain so long. Yeah. So hard. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired. Yeah. But yet they come anyway. And the mm-hmm. leader of this disenfranchised, <laughs> ungratefiality <laughs> of an organization what? is non ungrateful nationality <laughs> of evildoers is their leader, the bringer of the message. Yeah. Deacon Delphi. <laughs> that is me, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to start this morning? What the hell do you think we are doing here? Now, you already dragged your ass in here late. Yeah. Now you in here late and unprepared. Yeah, all right. Prepare yourself, Deacon. Church complaints. Just start to complain. Yes. Uh, Sister Carmelita Daniels uh, just got released from the correctional facility. She said uh, uh, she's been uh, made whole again, and she is a new creature. As you know, her nickname is... uh, Hot Hands. And uh, she's been out for three days. We are missing... 62 Bibles and 41 hymn books and all the copper that is connected to the plumbing here at the church. Uh, They have voted, uh, Pastor, to put her out, but the last decision will be yours. Well, I'm pretty sure, as is everyone else, that Hot Hands has these items. 
Uh, now, what I'm, is she stealing Bibles for is beyond me. I don't know if she's reselling them to other churches or not, but, nah, but we are missing 62 Bibles. Yeah, well, 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 them copper pipes is for crack. That's for sure. <laughs> but, well, crackheads and meth heads still steal copper pipes. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Oh, um, that's for sure. Anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't have wrote it like that if you was going to Well, you know, it, 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 my response has nothing to do with you. I'm right. not. You know, I'm not. I'm not at your desk when you coming up with these complaints. I, I, you I, can't I, be at mine when I come up with the response. Amen. <laughs> amen again. Again. Next. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Seventy-two-year-old Spooky Johnson. Uh-uh. Yeah, Spooky Johnson has just received his GED. He is now telling people he is qualified to run the after-school uh, tutoring program. Uh, now the problem is, uh, he wants to run the after-school uh, tutoring program, and uh, but you know our children is our future, and they want you to decide if he is qualified to run this program. Uh, Spooky won't be in charge of the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to tutor the children. Now, he can't tutor. What y'all are leaving out is Spooky got his GED just in heating and air. Ah. <laughs> now, that don't qualify you to teach children basic math, English, science, social studies, and gymnastics. Ah. Gymnastics? We are trying to make a well-rounded Youth down in here. Our gymnastics team took last place last year in the church nationals. Right, right. That's we didn't right. have right one that. single baby girl that we could toss high up in the air. <laughs> right. Now we started a nutrition program to get these little heavy duty cuties. Right. Down on a program where we can get one of these girls to get up on top of the pyramid. Our pyramid are only two levels high. Right, we only have we only have bases. Now them little white oh. kids were down there. They were eighteen high. Yeah, yeah. All of ours was a bases, Pastor. All of ours was That's that's why little Tasha chill with them. Call us, baby, chill with the championship team. That's right. They travels and everything. We yeah. can't get but six of these in the damn van. Because <laughs> once we put them in there with their mama, that van full. We can't even carry a whole team. We had to make three trips last year. And I'm glad you brought that up, Pastor. They, uh, uh, consider, the cheerleading team is asking that we get some new uniforms because they uh, they need some new ones due to Well, you know the- why yes. they need them? Because they done tore out them other ones. I'm down. Now, I have asked y'all to stop letting Sister Ferguson make these cheerleading outfits because she keep using cotton and thread. You got to get spandex some lycra. Well, she been using the old robe material. That's what she been using. That ain't going to stand up under the the heavy-duty cuties dance routine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. I need some tissue. Uh, uh, One more before we go, Pastor. We don't have time for one more. You were late. Now, now you can't hear good. Well, Pastor, didn't nobody know that. You, you don't have time for you, nothing. Didn't nobody know that, though. And everybody knew that because we said it. 
Yeah, but if you... Oh, but, we know you's late. You're but paying you keep for dwelling it. on it. It's 10 Pastor. seconds. We're not dwelling. Well, Pastor, I sold out six it. shows, and I was waiting to see if Netflix was going to call. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, coming up at the top of the hour, protesters demand gun reform at 800-plus rallies around the world. March for our lives. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, President Trump was in Mar-a-Lago over the weekend. But he heard. <laughs> he was golfing uh, while millions. Golf. Yeah, yeah. So you don't even have to say he golfed. Yeah, we he know was, that already. He was so quiet uh, this weekend. Millions of protesters, meanwhile, demanded gun control uh, laws during the March for Our Lives protest this past Saturday. Uh, survivors of the deadly shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida delivered a resounding message that Washington's inaction on gun violence is no longer acceptable. Mm. Protesters were shouting, never again. Take a listen. My name is Naomi and I'm 11 years old. <laughs> I am here today to acknowledge and represent the African-American girls whose stories don't make the front page of every national newspaper. I represent the African-American women who are victims of gun violence, who are simply statistics instead of vibrant, beautiful girls with full of potential. For far too long, these names, these black girls and women, have been just numbers. I'm here to say, never again for those girls, too. Wow. Okay. Wow. 11, I mean, 11 years, old. years old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Man, yes. Powerful. All right. Uh, it's a new generation yes, of activists, it is. man. Yes, it is. Wow. Uh, Martin Luther King's granddaughter, nine-year-old Yolanda Renee King, spoke about a fight for a great generation. Many celebrities marched right along with the protesters, including George Clooney, Paul McCartney, Kim and Kanye, Miley Cyrus, Andra Day, Common, and Jennifer Hudson uh, closed the Washington mark with the... Uh, in Washington by singing a gospel rendition of Bob Dylan's The Times, They Are a Changin'. And Steve, one of the survivors said to the leader skeptics and cynics who told us to sit down, stay silent, and wait your turn, welcome to the revolution. Okay. Either right. represent the people or get out. Stand for us or beware. Yeah, uh, this, it has started. This generation is the one that's going to make uh, change when it comes to these, uh, the NRA. Uh, I was listening to Rick Centorium on uh, CNN. And what's amazing is he's saying, you know, to the fact that, you know, in, in, in essence, all they're doing is protesting and trying to bring out some me- trying to bring about some meaningless gun laws when there are so many other things that need to be addressed to make our schools safer. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at this guy. Because they will do anything to deflect Mm -hmm. the attention off of the the NRA. Mm -hmm. And um, this guy down here in Florida, this Rubio dude, uh, that they all over for accepting NRA money. You know, I mean, he he, he wants to applaud these kids, but then he doesn't, doesn't, he don't. They want to applaud the kids, but they don't like the kids' solutions that they're offering. Because yeah. all yeah. of the solutions that these young people are offering up are solutions that would stop the sales of assault rifles. Against the NRA. And yeah. up the age and require more validation before you can purchase a gun. And the NRA don't want that. Mm. They want to keep making and selling assault rifles. Assault rifles were created for war. Here's another thing. 
The Second Amendment was created in a time where people were not walking into, you couldn't walk in a church and kill everybody in the church. Because oh you had a musket gun. Come on, man. Your ass had to take a pellet, drop it down in there, pack, pack some gunpowder <laughs> in there it, yeah. with a stick and a star. 40 people ain't going to sit there and let you shoot their ass. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not, dog. They not. You, might, you can get one bullet packed in there and walk in that church and shoot. You will not get a second round off. No. So now you can have the Second Amendment, but we've created weapons of mass destruction. I don't mean like nuclear, but I'm talking about when you can walk in and fire off so many rounds per minute. Yeah. It's for killing. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be allowed. Ladies and gentlemen, without a doubt, the best news person in all of radio, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news, and we do have a lot to talk about. Thousands of young people from all over the country descended on the nation's capital on Saturday, denouncing President Trump and members of Congress over the lack of new gun control laws. They say they want to change. Everyone who has been touched by the cold grip of gun violence understands. For those who still can't comprehend because they refuse to, Six minutes and 20 seconds with an AR-15, and my friend Carmen would never complain to me about piano practice. Alex Schafter would never walk into school with his brother Ryan. Elena Petty would never. Carol Lugren would never. Chris Hickson would never. Luke Hoyer would never. Peter Wang would never. Alyssa Alhadaf would never. Meadow Pollock would never. The White House issued a statement praising the marches for exercising their First Amendment rights, but the president issued no tweets. Demonstrators in Florida called out Republican Senator Marco Rubio for accepting, they say, a reported $3.3 million from the NRA, and a student set up kiosks at their demonstration where people could register to vote. By the way, there were several special guests, but there was one adorable little girl named Yolanda Renee King who wowed the crowd. You see, Yolanda is the granddaughter of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and while reminding everyone of his dream, she said she had one of her own. I have a dream that enough is enough. Spread the word! Have you heard? All across the nation! We are going to be a great generation! That was nine-year-old Yolanda Renee King. Besides Washington, there were also student anti-gun demonstrations in New York, Florida, Minnesota, Virginia, Colorado, Paris, London, Berlin, all over the place. At the box office, Pacific Rim came in at number one over the weekend, winning $28 million over Black Panther. But nevertheless, Black Panther has now become one of the top five highest-grossing films in U.S. box office history. It is now the highest-grossing superhero film ever. And finally, today is National Spinach Day. I brought by the sailor man. Because I eat me spinach. Uh, more entertainment at today's trending topics 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a new generation, guys. New generation of activists, including nine-year-old Yolanda Renee King. Who is she? You you might hear the last name and think, oh, is this the relative of the Kings? Well, you will be exactly right. She's a granddaughter of civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King. Little Yolanda is the daughter of Martin Luther King III. Yolanda stood alongside Jacqueline Corrin, a 17-year-old student who survived the shooting at Stoneman Douglas Florida High School. And she spoke, take a listen. Renee. 
will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream that enough is enough. Yolanda spoke about a great generation, and this young lady is following in her grandfather's footsteps, advocating for change and peace. Wow, at nine years yeah. old. Nine I love years it. Old. Yeah. yeah, we got to keep a watch on her. Yeah. Keep an eye. Yolanda Renee King. Do these kids make you feel in any way that you failed your children? As yeah. A yeah. And oh, we, yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. We have failed ourselves as humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They yeah, they do. They're so bright. They're so articulate. Ain't They're myself. so passionate. They gonna make oh, we change. doing it now. They going to make it. Boy, I was coloring oh, so man. well. Playing jacks. All inside the lines. All inside the dolls. I had dolls. You know, Playing jacks. Jacks. With my sister. I'm on my sixes. On the front porch. <laughs> I had an easy bake oven with my sister just baking <laughs> cookies. Yo, At nine. At I was, nine. I was making clothes for my dolls and combing their hair and doing all yeah. those things. Yep. Yeah, that's I had a knot in my yo-yo, Jay, at nine. But look at what these kids are confronted with. Yeah, stuff that we, yes. we yeah, didn't that have to we, deal yeah, with. Yeah, it's a different so. times for sure. Yes, sir. And this and this young lady, Yolanda Renee King, she talked about you know see what we talked about last week with my daughter with uh, doing lockdowns at school. She talked about dealing with that. So that's what these fourth graders are dealing with. Like you said, Jay, this is... This is what they're dealing with. Yeah. This is part yeah. of what they're dealing with, and this yeah. is unbelievable compared to what we yeah. dealt with I mean, the biggest thing age. we dealt with, for me, I don't know about y'all, was Bamba, that was his name, the bully, taking mm-hmm. my lunch money. Just, mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. And now That was the biggest the thing for you. That was what, Sin? Yeah, big, me and Lonnie Cotton and Henry Ware was trying to figure out how to keep our teacher from coming to school the next day with this damn spelling test. <laughs> there was a plan. <laughs> That's what we was going through. Boy. Yeah. School used serious. to be the safest yeah. place, school, though. School used to be yeah. fun. Yeah. It used to be yeah. the safest place. You could wait there all day for your mama to come get yeah. you. That's Just wait right. there at the school. That's right. Yeah. Times have changed. If oh, really Lee Brown came to school, it was trouble. I mean, oh, oh, you had to take off work? Oh, my God. Oh, and come to school? buses? Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh my so, job. So trouble oh. for talking. Oh, oh Lord. Talking, talking. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And I said, you know, give me that. And I turned around going, you wouldn't. Hand it over. And uh, so he did. And I was like, turn around, drop him. You told Donald Trump to turn around and take off his pants? Yes. And did he? Yes. So he turned around and pulled his pants down a little. You know, he had underwear on and stuff, and, and I just gave him a couple swats. Man, last night. When a side piece talks. Last night on Whoa. 60 Minutes, guys. <laughs> Whoa. Everyone was watching Stormy Daniels. Whoa. And she was interviewed by Anderson Cooper about the affair she says she had with Donald Trump in 2006 and 2007. Well, she yeah. told me, she said, never used a condom. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't see that part. He didn't like those yeah. things. Did you want to have sex with him? No, but I didn't. I didn't say no. I'm not a victim. I'm not. It was yeah. entirely consensual. Oh yes, yes. You work in an industry where condom use is a, is an issue. Did the, did he use a condom? No. Did you ask him to? No. And that's all. That's playing all through the White House too, man. Every TV. That's what I'm saying. Melania, she going to be Every room we go in. Melania got that blasting. They talked about the $130,000 in hush money and more. 
Damn, that, take a my listen. Stomach hurt. Yeah. I couldn't. Let me hear it again. That. Yeah, take a listen to this, and then we're going to talk about the uh, playmate, Karen McDougal, mm. as well. Mm. All right, take a listen when Anderson Cooper asked Stormy why is she doing this interview. Is part of talking wanting to set the record straight? One hundred percent. Why does the record need to be set straight? Um, because people are just saying whatever they wanted to say about me. I was perfectly fine saying nothing at all. But I'm not okay with being made out to be a liar or people thinking that I did this for money. And people are like, oh, you're an opportunist. You're taking advantage of this. Yes, I'm getting more job offers now. But tell me one person who would turn down a job offer making more than they've been making, doing the same thing that they've always done. And Stormy Daniels is seeking a, ru a ruling that the confidentiality agreement between uh, her and the president is invalid, in part because Mr. Trump never signed it. The president's attorneys are seeking to move the case to federal court. Um, Steve, is, is that is that legit, though, if he didn't sign it? Is that legit? Uh, well, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't legally say it was him because mm -hmm. his signature's nowhere on it. All you have is a picture of you two at a golf tournament. But you have to bet the question beckons, why would his lawyer pay this woman 130000 and they don't know each other yeah, nor the have cover they up. met. Yeah. The cover up. So why is that? So quite naturally, it, it's a cover-up. But then, I mean, the $130,000 comes into play because they got a temporary restraining order, a temporary order to block her from talking. Now, where did that come from? Okay, but let me ask you this, though. If she took the 130 and deposited it and used it, should she not be saying anything right now? Well, that's what it was for. <laughs> and that's what the agreement <laughs> right, was for. Right, right, right. It's, an NDA. it's, it's, it's an NDA. Yeah, yeah, it's a settlement. Just, you're supposed to honor that. Mm -hmm. But she's talking, now, though. She then came out here, and that's an opportunity for her to make millions. Book deal, yeah. rights to this, rights to that. But she can't do that because she's blocked. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, they, but then that's why they're suing her. Trump's team is going to sue her for $20 million. All right, Nephew Tommy is up next with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, Situationship. Check it out now. Situationship. Oh, you said that word very slowly. As the office, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm like, stepping out, say, man. Say it fast, Shirley. Say it fast. Say it again, Shirley. Situationship. <laughs> what the ship? At the office. <laughs> I got on your name. But up next, the nephew is here. He's here with the prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Shirley? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm a, I got to run this again. You know, I did a new prank called uh, Black Church Quiz, where I, okay. I, the white guy that joined the church. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I, I, you know, we played yeah. it Friday. I, right. I got yes, to run this it, again. they loved it, Tommy. <laughs> oh, my God. Black Church Quiz. Here it is. This is Grant. Hi, Grant. Uh, Grant Stevens, right? Yes. Hey, hey, Grant, this is Brother Lewis Finley. I'm calling from uh, Mount Sinai uh, Missionary Baptist Church. You you and your wife just joined a, a couple weeks ago, am I right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So now listen, um, uh, I, I wanted to reach out to you. Uh, I know you guys have started the uh, the orientation, and from my understanding, you you finished one, one class of the orientation. You got three more to go. Is that right? Yes. All right, all right, all right. So first of all, I want to say welcome 
to Mount Sinai, and 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 I hope you are enjoying yourself. I, I know that you and your wife are, are a mixed couple. You you're Caucasian, and she's she's black. Are you uh, are you liking the church so far, uh, Grant? Absolutely, we really are enjoying it. Uh, we completed our first orientation, and uh, yeah, so far we're really enjoying it. Okay, okay. Did I catch you at a bad time? Uh, I am at work right now, but it's okay. I've got a couple. I've got a couple minutes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to call you, man. I, I was worried. I know you, because I don't think you know this, but you are the first Caucasian to join our church. And I just want to make sure you kind of knew uh, the language and and just uh, just kind of knowing what the black church is all about. And there's certain sayings and different things I think you should know so that, uh, you know, uh, I just don't want you to say the, the wrong thing while you're at the church. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Okay. So, so what I wanted to do, like, I, I wanted to give you a little black church quiz so you can kind of, Maybe if you could let me know where you are, you know, if you're on a, a lower level or a high level as far as being knowledgeable about the black church. Like, fill, fill this blank in for me, Grant, if, and if you don't mind. I just want to take a little bit of your time, and I'll let you get back to work. But first of all, give a blank to God. Give a— what, what, would, what would go in that blank right there? First of all, give a blank to God. Yeah, uh, all I can think of top of my head is give, give thanks to God. Uh, no, see that's wrong. See that's wrong. See, uh, see what it is is first of all give a honor to God. All right, remember that. Oh. First of all, give an honor to God. You got that? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. First of all, give an honor to God, who is the blank of my life. What 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 goes in the blank? First of all, I'm... give an honor to God, who is the blank of my life. The love of my life. No. No, see that's 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 wrong. First of all, give an honor to God, who is the head of my life. Did you, did Are you, you sure? That? I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was just. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Oh, I'm definitely sure about man. Don't don't don't. I, what, what I don't want you to do is question what what I, I know. I'm from the black church. I know you. Okay, don't, no, no, you I wasn't. Don't I wasn't questioning you, sir. I wasn't. Que- I'm sorry. I've just always heard it that way, but. Okay, so so uh, I'm trying to give you the understanding of knowing what the black church is about. You understand? I understand. I just I pre- no, I appreciate you. I'm, I apologize, sir. Okay, now now uh, look, I I don't know these answers obviously, but I I've got a meeting I got to get to here in a minute. Like like this, I'm curious, does everyone in the church get these phone calls? Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Grant. I know you have a meeting, but what's more important, your meeting or knowing uh, your position at the black church? What, what what's more important? I really don't have time for this right now. I can't believe this is actually happening. Like, does your does your pastor even know that you're calling me right now? Well, no. I, I I took the liberty of myself when I realized you was Caucasian that I would call and try to help you, so you would know what to do when you're in the black church when people are saying certain things. You okay? Okay, Grant, if you don't mind, just do this for me, Grant. Like, do do you know what hooping is? Hooping? Like who's hooping? Uh, no. Hooping is when the pastor is at the end of his sermon. So listen to this. Mm, all along, mm, good God Almighty. Do that for me if you if you would, Grant. Oh, Lord. Oh, God Almighty. No, no, no. no. One, one more. You, 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 come on. You, you with me now. All along, mm, good God Almighty. Uh, Try it again, Grant. 
I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, Lord, oh, yeah. Oh, God almighty. Okay. Hey, hey, Grant, do you think maybe it's possible that me and you can have some sessions before you come back to the church and I can prepare you more? Hey, man, look, listen, you have caught me at a really bad time, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite honestly just so frustrated. Like, I've never heard of a quiz like this. I'm, I'm really offended, to be honest with you. Like, do you guys not want me to go to your church anymore? Like, a matter of fact, dude, you should be calling my wife right now. She's black. But she should already know the quiz question. You the one don't know her. Why am I going to call her? I should call you. I am at work right now. I have a meeting to get to in just a minute. I don't know what you're doing, and I, I – hold on a second. I have got to close my office door. This is so embarrassing. I have never, ever received a phone call like this in my life, and you better be lucky. I mean I want to talk to your pastor. I am going to talk to him next Sunday. No joke. Well, I didn't mean for you to get hostile like that. I didn't mean to get you. I didn't mean to upset you or nothing like that. Well, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I say something else to you? One last thing, and I have to go. Okay. I just want to let you know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Carolyn got me to prank phone call you. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> Are you good? You all right? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. A little embarrassed, but I'm all right. <laughs> Greg, you got to do it for me one more time. Oh, Lord, God Almighty. Oh, Lord, oh, yeah, God Almighty. <laughs> okay, man, look at do this for me. Tell me what is the baddest, I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show, all the way. <laughs> Was I wrong for that? Yes, you're always Dead wrong. wrong. No. Dead wrong. If he's going to go to a black church, he need things to know. you need to know. Well, it's, to know. it's stuff white folk need to know if you're going to join a black church now. Mm-hmm. You got it. Come on now. You, you just got You got to be and ready And vice for versa. It. You're right, Tommy. Yeah. You're right. absolutely right. But he tried to hoop a little bit at the end. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to show him how to hoop a little bit. <laughs> There's some things black people need to know if they're going to join the white You're church. absolutely right. Uh-huh. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. I can't come I in here with all that. Uh-huh. We don't do that in here. what? Yeah! Oh, 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 I feel it! I feel it! Running around the church and all no, you that. Don't, you don't feel anything. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. We don't speak like that. Hey, we don't speak hey, in tongues. Hey, jibber jabber. Come on. <laughs> jibber jabber. Yeah. All right. Hey, my next stop is Lexington, Kentucky. That's the 5th, 6th, and 7th of April. 5, 6, 7. That's comedy off. Go ahead, Tommy. I'm sorry. Uh, my next stop is uh, Lexington, Kentucky, Comedy Off-Broadway. That will be April 5th, 6th. Let me say this, though. I got to say this. Thank you, Memphis, Tennessee. Six shows. Sold out every single one of them. Jam-packed. I, I, I just don't understand why Netflix is not calling me. I, I don't get it. I have sold out six shows. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I added a show on Sunday night. Why is Netflix? You are not- the second most undecorated comedian <laughs> behind me. Play too much. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for today's strawberry letter. Remember, if you're in a situation and you need advice, please submit your letter Situation. to. <laughs> 
Where is it? Oh, is it? Please submit your letter to steveharveyfm.com. Steve and I could be reading your letter on the air, just like today. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Say it like that, Shirley. Letter. <laughs> All right, subject, situationship at the office. Faster. Yeah. Faster. <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, my coworker and I have developed feelings for each other. Uh, the problem is, he is already in a situationship with another coworker. They've been together for more than four years, and he says they're not sexually involved, but they spend a lot of time with each other. He doesn't call it a relationship anymore because he says he feels trapped by this woman. He says he doesn't see the situationship going anywhere, and he has no plans to marry her. He told me that he won't let her go completely because he knows it will crush her. She knows that he and I are really close, and she suspects that we have feelings for each other. When she asked him about us, he denied everything. He honestly has a big heart, and he is torn. He, um, uh, this is the first time I've fallen for someone this hard, and I want him all to myself. But I would never wish heartbreak on another woman, so I'm being patient. Sometimes I wish I had never gotten involved with him, so I wouldn't be in this dilemma. He has basically told me he is not going to end things with her anytime soon, so what should I do? Please help. Leave him and let him go, okay? Honey, he's lying to you. He's lying to her. The only one benefiting in this situationship, as you call it, is him, okay? He's getting the both of both worlds, the best of both worlds. He's the office player, and he wants to keep you both. He's telling you he's not sleeping with her, but listen, he is. I mean, it's been more than four years. Come on, that's why he won't let her go. He says he doesn't want to crush her, but it's more than that. He's been with her all this time. When she asked him about you, guess what? He denied everything. So this situationship you're in with him doesn't mean a thing to him. He didn't acknowledge you. He didn't claim you. He lied again. But listen, this last line, very last line in the letter, he has basically told me he's not going to end things with her anytime soon. That line is the truth right there, and you need to listen to that. But you're not listening. He said he's not going to end things with her anytime soon. You got to hear what he's saying to you, okay? You got to hear that. That's your answer right there. Steve? Perfect, Shirley. I don't even have to respond, really. I could just let it go. That's perfect. You wow. said everything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, really, we could end this letter right now. But sometimes but, people need yeah. to hear it. A little more harsh. Put some on it. Put some on it, though. See, I'm a little bit more harsh. Put some stank on stank it. Man. See, a lot of people, you know, Shirley, everything she touched on, all the points, she didn't miss nothing. Mm-hmm. They've been in a relationship for four years. Mm-hmm. He, he says they're not sexually involved. <laughs> Who the hell you know? <laughs> Been with somebody four years. What man and decided he don't want no more sex? Mm. I don't know any. So he just in a sexless relationship. Yes. For more than four years. That's what he's telling you. Oh, oh, excuse me. Was in a sexless relationship until you came along. Now, what you didn't type in this letter is you just type y'all involved. Y'all having sex. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. He doesn't call it a relationship anymore because he says he feels trapped by this woman. Uh, trapped how? 
if you ain't married and you don't live with her, how you trapped? He ain't trapped. He whipped. Ah. Whipped can appear to be trapped at times. Yeah, 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 yeah. She then put something on him. Now he can't leave. Now he telling you he trapped. Mm -hmm. He ain't trapped. He whipped. And they still having sex. Anytime you ain't having sex with him, he having sex with her. Shirley, as Shirley said it right, it's the office player. And you done fell for it. He says he doesn't see the situation going anywhere, and he has no plans to marry her. Why would he marry her when he the office player? No, he don't see the situation going nowhere. But she ain't going nowhere either. And he tells you that later on in the damn letter. I think you wrote this letter not because you confused, but I think you slow. What? <laughs> what? I think she's slow. Oh my God! I, I had just taken a sip one, of water, uh, Steve. God, yeah. you almost made me. Yeah, I think that's what it is. With her. Yeah. He told me that he won't let her go completely because he knows it'll crush her. So let me ask you this: How do you hang on to a woman just a little bit? Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you how players hang on to women. Just a little bit. Let's go. With a little bit of hope, Mm -hmm. as in promise you this could be something. Mm -hmm. So you buy time. How else do you, uh, how else do you uh, keep her, what's what's the line he used? Uh, He said uh, he just won't let her go completely. Oh, yeah. So now, instead of having sex with her all the time, he done bought you in the picture. So now he just occasionally having sex with her. <laughs> See, so that's that's what he means by he can't completely let her go. He he can't completely let her go because he whipped. <laughs> I've been whipped. Oh, he may even have thoughts of letting her go, but he can't let her completely go because he whipped. This is the part she need to come. She knows that he and I are really close, and she suspects that we have feelings for each other. Hmm. Okay. She know y'all really close, and she suspect Uh y'all have feelings for each other. What's stopping her from knowing all this? (laughs) We have freaking doubt. Just ask me that. Tell me what the hell... She knows he and I are really close, and she suspects mm. we have feelings for her. What's stopping her for knowing for damn show? You want me to tell you what it is? He telling her ain't nothing with y'all. Mm. Yeah, exactly. He telling her that. It ain't what it looked like. Mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking, but that ain't what it is. We just work close together. Mm. We cool like that. We just friends. That's how. Then she says, when she asked him about us, mm-hmm. he denied everything. Wow. <laughs> I'll be damned. You mean he nothing. don't even know your ass is <laughs> over there. All them tight skirts you done wore to work, all that sex you done had with him on lunch and all this. Nothing. Him, he don't even know your ass. <laughs> hey, listen. I got it. the rest of this when we come back. Yeah, hold the it harsh right reality. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of today's Strawberry Letter Situationship at the office. office. Yeah. She got this man. She done fell for it. Her job 
he been in a relationship with another co-worker for four years, talking about he ain't happy, he trapped by this woman. He told me he won't let her go completely because if she know it'll crush her, he can't let her go because he will. That's what this is right here. Mm-hmm. We know all been whooped before. She knows that he and I are really close and she suspects we have feelings for each other. Suspect. What, Steve? Say it. Hell, he suspect. What you suspect? When you going to know something? <laughs> but I told you she's slow, so we got to bear with her. <laughs> when she asked him about us, he denied everything. He don't know your age. <laughs> Shirley and I are going to reenact this in a minute, but let me finish this first. He honestly has a big heart, and he is torn. Oh, he's so hurt about mm. you. I can't seem to get to you, but she got me trapped. As soon as I can get myself, because I don't want to hurt it, you know, just like I don't want to hurt you. Mm. I'm torn between two lovers, and I can't get out. Two lovers. So what, he need a medic alert badge around his damn neck? <laughs> Help, I've fallen and can't get up. His ass is lying. I would never wish heartbreak on another woman, but you doing stuff that can cause heartbreak. Right. You just like the woman that was on CNN, the Playboy Bunny that was sleeping with the president. I would never want anybody to do that to me. I'm so sorry. I'm hurt. Well, you've been in the Heifer House. Oh, Karen McDougal. Sometimes I wish I had never gotten involved with him so I wouldn't be in this dilemma. Mm -hmm. But you did. He has basically told me he's not going to end things with her anytime soon. So what should I do? Please help. Stay down and continue being the victim and remain in this dilemma and keep looking up the hallway at this helper that he's been sleeping with for four years and now he's sleeping with you. And he told you he ain't going no damn way. Stay down. <laughs> Don't do nothing. Live with it. Deal with it. Be strong, girl. Don't let her run you off of being number two. That's right. You locked in at number two, girl. You better hold your ground. Embrace it. Embrace it. You don't sit up here and let no number one make you feel feel uncomfortable about being second. That's right, Steve. Girl, you got to be number two. Now, Shirley Mm -hmm. is... But, baby, see, listen to me. <laughs> I don't even know her. At all. Uh-uh, Stanley, you do know her because we're all in the same office. Baby, just because we're in the same office, how, how that look? I see how her. I'm a, how I'm going to see her and you? I see Y'all, her. we're on the same floor. Yeah, I see how you be looking at her when she be going to the water fountain. Did you say she That's be because. <laughs> that's. I'm playing a role. That's because I be looking over there so a lot of water don't get on the floor. Because I slipped over there one time. Fix it, Stanley. Fix it. And did you tell her about us, Stanley? That's always I didn't have to tell her. I know she had asked you about who I was. Hell yeah, she asked me, and I told her that I loved it. Well, do she loved be suspecting it. anything, anything, Stanley? Shelly, which one is you? I'm the one who wrote the letter. See, I've been playing you as my chick. You don't know your hall. role, Shirley? Yeah, Shirley. That's what I was saying. Oh, she was supposed to be the chick? The woman who wrote the letter. Okay, cool. Well, if you want to be the one who wrote the letter, let's go from there. Be the woman who wrote the letter. Go ahead. Let's go. 
Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. You the one that wrote the letter. Go ahead. Was Was Stanley? Does she know anything about me? Does she ask you anything about me, Stanley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying not to hurt her. I done told her how I feel about you. But, Stanley, when you tell her you don't know anything about me, then that hurts me, Stanley. But, baby, if I tell her everything, she going to kill herself. She already said <laughs> she'll step out on that fire escape and jump her ass off. Well, Stanley, I don't want you her want, to... What you want me to do, kill somebody? No, I don't want that I because... can't go to jail over this. I don't want you to go to jail, Stanley, because I don't like hurting other women. Baby, well... that's why you got to be quiet. You got to listen to me. Listen to me. Don't say you don't want me to say nothing, Stanley. Hell no. Girl, you trying. She trying to bump you out your spot. Well, Stanley, are you are you going to leave her? Make a number. Leave her? No. Hell no. Leave her? Come on, Stanley. We've been together four years. This woman, it'll crush her if I leave her. Well, Stanley, I don't like hurting other women. So That's I why you got to be quiet. <laughs> I don't want Why? But Stanley, See, you don't want to hurt. Listen, you don't want to hurt her. But what about me, Stanley? I love you, too. And I, how many times I told you I love you? And I want to get married one day, Stanley. What? what? Don't say it. Fix it, Stanley. Listen to me. Can't nobody get married. Well, I want to get married, We Stanley. don't get off work till 5.30. <laughs> Courthouse closed at 5. <laughs> we don't need first, And then, listen to me. We don't need, we don't need this. I Marriage ain't going to do nothing but ruin what we got. Well, what do we got, Stanley? What we do we got? We got each other. You got your spot, girl. You and you too. But I only see you at the office, Stanley. That's because I got to spend some time with her because she's crazy. <laughs> she's talking about killing herself. Well, I don't like hurting other women, Stanley. I don't That's want her to kill herself. That's why you got to be quiet. We got to go. Shh. Here she comes. Hey, baby, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who is she? Uh, hey, uh, uh, lady, introduce yourself. Lady, you know my name, Stanley. Hi, how you doing? I don't want to hurt you, but me and Stanley is together what is she talking now. About? Shh. What are you talking about hurting her for? Because I don't like hurting other women. I said oh, that in my letter. Now we sisters. Said, now we sisters. I said that in my letter. I had said that. You's a dirty little song, you. <laughs> Ta-da, we got to go, Steve. <laughs> I mean, Steve. You did good, Shirley. You did good. Uh, you did good. Thank you. Time. Thank you, yeah. my acting coach. You did good. <laughs> don't forget to email us or... Um, Instagram me at uh, my girl Shirley with your thoughts on today's strawberry letter. Coming up next, it is the side piece chronicles with the boys. That's, that's dun, Jay, dun, that's dun, Junior, dun. that's Tommy, that's Steve. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, boy, it was so compelling. Uh, Stormy Daniels' interview last night with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes. Learned a lot from that interview, but we are here to learn even more from the fellas. This is this is bad, Shirley. With this is very bad. Side piece yeah. chronicles. Yeah. A number what? two should never be on the front news. This is bad. This should mm. never ever. She was ever, on sixty ever. minutes, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. Why what is, is she talking? What, yeah. what yeah. the hell? I mean, you work in an industry where condom use is a, is an issue. Did the, did he use a condom? No. Did you ask him to? No. She yeah. told us. She said never used a condom. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I didn't see that part. He didn't like those yeah. things. Ooh. Huh. 
Is this a crisis, guys? What? This, this yeah. makes me nervous yeah. for him. Yeah. You yeah. guys all look so yeah. worried yeah. right now. Oh, I'm I not even caught. in this, and I'm nervous. I called three number twos last night and let them know. Touch don't you do nothing like mouth. this. What did you, you let them know what, nephew? You don't do nothing like this. This is not, you know, a model for you to be looking after right here. This is not what you do. Number twos, be quiet. Mm. You know you what? Well, she had nothing to lose. So. Yeah. What would have been nice if the cable company would have fixed it so number twos couldn't even see this? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> I like yeah. it, Jay. There you go, Jay. There you go. Because all and, the number twos are checking this out. Yeah, they be like, I can't get on my TV. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what this interview does, Jay? It gives number twos too much courage to yes. talk. Yes. They started yeah. to talk back. Yeah. They yeah. started to talk. They used up. to be quiet. Yeah. They didn't even here's, here's the problem. Uh, okay. Come on. She's not a number two. She's she just was a... just something to do. Mm-hmm. He so, gave her hush money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now she in the news. Mm-hmm. The number two was the Playboy girl. Oh, uh, Karen McDougal. She was sexy. That was was an ongoing meet me three, four times a month, flying places, coming to the apartment. That, all that. That, that's a number two. Stormy ain't a number two. Yeah, Stormy's a porn star, right? Do do you want to be educated? Yeah. See, first of all, let me say this: porn stars can't have numbers. No. What you, do you mean, no, Steve? You're a number what is to that them. Logic? You yeah. are a number mean? to them. He's right. right. They what? can't be numbers because they give out numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh. You may be number eight this week. Yeah. You could be number 12 this business. week. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know. I ain't going to be no damn 12. I tell you that right there. You well, can't you control won't be, the ranking. Well, I'm not, but I'm not. But I'm out. Well, you won't be in the adult filmmaking business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's good. You won't even I mean, know what God number you me. are. But I ain't gonna be no twelve though. <laughs> what would you want to be first? I want to be a three, but I ain't gonna be no damn twelve. Nah, okay. <laughs> no, see, I'm not. Uh, I'm so, not. So wait a minute. Yeah. There are rules to this. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> What number you want? Yeah. Don't know about. Don't no man want to be no damn twelve. I ain't no so twelve. Well, you know what? You if you're dealing Steve. with a porn star, don't ask what number you are, cause you'll be hurt. You're, you're gonna be hurt. <laughs> hurt. Yeah. Oh, you have feelings. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. A porn star. Yeah. What number? Am yeah. I? yeah. Don't don't ask what that. You 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 can begin with the high eighties. <laughs> The 80s? The Boy, 80s? thought. The minimum? There goes your little number 12 now. We're not year. in single digits no. at all. You need to handle your business and don't be asking yeah. no questions. Yeah, just do your job. And tell your daddy I said, come you, here. Do what you paid for and, don't believe, and get out of there. Don't believe nothing she say. All right, here's a question. Here's a question. I have a question, question? too. Serious. Serious. Why would you be a be with a porn star in the first place? A porn star. I can tell you why. Okay. Oh, okay. Can I Go ahead, Jay. Nobody wants to answer. I, I was, yeah. Afterwards and before, there's not a whole lot of talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You paid us. Oh. We do this. I'm gone. Yeah, but also, Jay, you uh-huh. about to do something you ain't never ever done. Thank before. you very much. You about to do something you ain't you never being done. You being the guy. Being the guy. Because yeah. if you've been uh-huh. if you been to be with a porn star. You ain't done none of this before. No, but you about to get to do. No, uh, no, you're not. No. no but this about to be good. Now. This is like a roller coaster. Without attitude, like this is a sex house. roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask Say this 
question. Wait, wait, let's just repeat that. It's going to be what? done without attitude because you're going to say, here's the money, hold the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carla, with your question. So okay, so stupid. Yes. Ignorant. So let me ask you this question. So if you've had Stormy Daniels said it was an affair with mm. President Trump, that's not a mistress. That's not number two. No, if he no, was married, not, no, no, no. She's. You see not my point, Chairman? Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess no, she, yeah. there was no. See, first of all, they, they, have, they don't have text messages and all of that. There's no ongoing so, communication. But you know, a, a number mean? two has significance and relevance. Yes. Does. Oh my God, boy! How so? Tell me, everybody, shut up! Bless you and you. Shut up, boy! Talk, talk. I asked Steve a question, so he's explaining. No, really, it's not. The porn star, she wasn't relevant. Yeah. Or real to him. Mm -hmm. It was just something to do. Fantasy. No. Yeah. I mean, look. It's like, look at, look. You know, y'all, y'all tripping. Listen to me. This dude. No, I want you all to understand it. Okay. I'm listening. In the world he operates in, these billionaire boys, mm-hmm. this normal. What y'all talking about? Now, it's not oh. normal for porn stars. That's not normal. Most okay. cats do it on a more graduated, elevated level. Like but playmates? I, Playboy bunnies? Playmates? Yeah. You know, okay. he. that's what, but that's been his world. They don't mm-hmm. know what the number two is. This they dude, listen to me, was on the cover Playboy. He owned the Miss Universe pageant. Why would you be a billionaire and buy that? Oh. Why would you buy that? Uh-huh. And you're a playboy. Because jackpot, you get to be around some of the most beautiful women around the world. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Here's another and question. So, go yeah, y'all, ahead. Y'all, 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 don't, y'all, don't, don't, y'all don't get it. No. Go ahead. No. I'm not understanding why they weren't in a uh, affair relationship. If it no, lasted. they were just doing it, Carla. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just doing hey, it. Hey, I'm getting on your nerves. That money, Tommy. Lose the attitude. One, two, and then just doing it. I don't like it when people don't understand that. But go ahead. Okay, okay. Listen, the Playboy Bunny. Mm. They went to functions. They okay. would go out to mm-hmm. dinners. And yeah. Go to functions. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. He took that's to number house, two. Right? Yeah, that's right. the one. Uh-huh. Yeah, Karen. Mm-hmm. The porn star not going to events. Okay. You can't run the risk of running into nobody that know her. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back with more of the show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, we're continuing our discussion yeah. on the Side Piece Chronicles. This is interesting, though. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is. Steve, you're, you were breaking down the difference between a porn star and uh, a higher grade, I guess, of like a Playboy playmate or something like that or you know the, the one he the could go women, somewhere with Steve yeah, right the right, kinds right. of women that these billionaire and the billionaires and these really powerful oh, men the lady with the blue and, eyes and now listen to me she, this is not boss. all billionaires mm-hmm. these are not all powerful no, no, men no no but if you're a playboy type dude mm-hmm. then that's this is how the game goes you going to have a number 2 that you can take places be seen with mm-hmm. it's like mob rules all mob had a wife and a girlfriend yeah. Yeah. Saturday night was the wives' night out. Yep. Friday night was the girls' night out. Boy, you better talk well, in here, boy. Talk, good fellas, and, boy. Man. Go ahead on. Come on, man. good fellas. Come on, I good mean, fellas. that's how that's how it's done. It's yeah. it's a system. Yeah. It, no, this has been going on since for a long yeah. time. This this has a way is how it's done. Shirley, number two still you know, there. She's yeah. still over Point. there. You don't know who she is. Shirley said not black women. Is that what you're mouthing over there, Shirley? <laughs> 
all this old days of the yeah. week and all that. Whatever. I mean, but it's happening to black women. You yeah. just don't know it. Yeah. But it happens. If you listen to me, if you get <laughs> into ahead, that Steve. big boy league, mm-hmm. they have rules established on how it's done. And they teach it to the cats that's coming up into the big boy league. That's all it is. Now, that's not everybody, and that's not a large percentage of everybody. But the ones that's doing it, they have a way of getting away with it. And wow. we do, I mean, and, and they do it well. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was that time? And we, and they, they, they do it. They do it yeah, fix well. it. Any uh, other questions? Yeah, about Steve, it? I wanted to ask you now, this, you know, this is dominating the Stormy Daniels, uh, Donald Trump uh, story. This is dominating the news. From 60 Minutes. Yeah, right? from 60 yeah. Minutes and everywhere. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Uh, it reminds me of when Bill Clinton was in office and the whole Monica Lewinsky situation. What is the difference, or is there a difference between? It's, it's a huge difference. Okay. First of all, Donald Trump w- was not president. Right. At okay. the time. Yeah. The and time. they didn't yeah. pay the money until before the campaign got started. Exactly. The 130. So this was like years ago. He wasn't the president. Number one. Donald Trump has released no statements concerning it. Right. That he's now, been Bill Clinton was the president, mm-hmm. was the sitting president, and said, I did not have sexual relations with that, that woman. woman. Mm. He said it. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, he said In front of the Judiciary Committee when they asked him about it. Yeah. yeah. Now, cool. Oh. Now, boom. Now, that's the difference. Now, both of them married. True. Now, legally, it created a problem for Bill Clinton. Mm. This right now, what they're trying to do to Trump is turn it into a legal situation. But as long as Trump be quiet, he ain't got no legal situation. That he can't do. That's his yeah. problem right there. <laughs> he, 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 but he going to be quiet on this one. Because there's enough back. noise going on at the house. He can't be tweeting. He ain't, now, let me tell you something. He reckless. The man ain't stupid. Okay, okay. The man ain't stupid. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to make no comment about this. Yeah. Now, one thing about it, he he the wrong president. He makes some crazy statement. But as a player, he know the rules. So so that's the difference you're saying between uh, President Clinton at the time and um, Donald Trump now. Oh, that absolutely. Clinton was I the mean, president. He perjured himself. He lied in front of the— um, man. That's the difference. That and it was House in the White House. Mm-hmm. See, that they yeah. think they act like that White House is like the mosque or it's the uh, uh, Buddhist temple or it's, or it's the Mecca or it's uh, 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 a shrine. It ain't. It ain't. Mm-hmm. it ain't, man. Holy ground. <laughs> it ain't. They, listen to me. The Ku Klux Klan has been in that White House swearing in presidents. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Scary yeah. thought. Uh-huh. Racism exists in that White House. That's a fact. Things are done and said in the walls of that White House that would shock the average person. That's what that is. It's not, it's not this sacred place. Mm-mm. It's not. No, it's not. Yeah. We really need to A lot of not sin and debauchery no. go down in there. You know, that church. might well be in well to put the White House in Vegas. In Vegas? <laughs> They put it right down in the relocation. The way they're acting up, they need to be in Vegas. But Uncle Steve, do me a favor. Say, say, say something to the number twos, man. Don't let this affect them. Please say something to them. I, oh, I don't want them. They might. They might. They yeah, might have I don't want them to, to, to feel down on this. Boy, let them know. I can't. 
I can't speak. Speak, speak to the two. <laughs> To the deuces, man. Oh, man. He to can't the handle that position. If anybody can speak to the twos, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> speak to the twos, man. Oh, hold on one second. All right. <laughs> speak to anybody. Anybody. Okay, okay, big dog. Yeah. Can we, like, doing sand and soul, okay, in Punta Cana, can we have a resort for the number twos? That hey, way. Hey, 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 these people having a good time. And it's for couples. No. Thank you, Steve. No. Hell no. But Steve, if you want to do something for your man, side shut piece, up, J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> be a good way to put them in one place, Steve. I mean, all the number two. Yeah. I tell you what, hey, listen to me. Why don't you and Tommy, y'all got plenty of money between you. Why don't y'all between fly them over there and put them up in the room together? How many hotels do you have, Steve, for the uh, Sand and Soul, really? I got two hotels. Put them in one. Come on. Come on. <laughs> no. Yo, I tell you what, they for regular people. Y'all put them in one. But when you put them over there, tell them what they over there for. Tell there them go. why they ain't over at the other one. You, 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 yeah. you changed, Steve. Yeah. You're damn right, I changed. You changed. All right, listen, we'll be back with more of this crazy, ignorant show right after this. You changed. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we talked about this earlier. There's a new generation, guys, new generation of activists, including nine-year-old Yolanda Renee King. Who is she? You you might hear the last name and think, oh, is this the relative of the Kings? Well, you will be exactly right. She's a granddaughter of civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King. Little Yolanda is the daughter of Martin Luther King III. Yolanda stood alongside Jacqueline Corrin, a 17-year-old student who survived the shooting at Stoneman Douglas Florida High School, and she spoke. Take a listen. about a great generation and this young lady is following in her grandfather's footsteps advocating for change and peace wow at nine years yeah. old nine love years it old. Oh, yeah yeah we got to keep a watch on her yeah. keep an eye yolanda renee king do these kids it. make you feel in any way that you failed your children as yeah a yeah. And oh, we, yeah. We, oh yeah we 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 have failed ourselves as humans yeah, yeah. They yeah, do. they do. They're so bright. They're so articulate. Ain't They're myself. so passionate. They gonna make Ooh, some we change. doing it now. They I mean, gonna make. Boy, I was coloring oh, so man. well. Playing jacks. All inside the line. All inside the jacks. I had dolls. You know, Playing jacks. Jacks. With my sister. I'm on my sister. On the front porch. I had an easy bake oven with my sister, just baking <laughs> cookies. Kill At nine. At I was, nine. I was making clothes for my dolls and combing their hair and doing all yeah. those things. Yep. Yeah, that's what I had a knot in my yo-yo, Jay, at nine. But look at what these kids are confronted with. Yeah, stuff that we, yes. we yeah, didn't that have that to we, deal yeah, with. Yeah, it's a different yeah. times for sure. Yes, times. And this and this young lady, Yolanda Renee King, she talked about you know see what we talked about last week with my daughter with uh, doing lockdowns at school. She talked about dealing with that. So that's what these fourth graders 
are dealing with. Like you said, Jay, this is, this is what they're dealing with. Yeah. This is part yeah. of what they're dealing with, and this yeah. is unbelievable compared to what we yeah. dealt with. I mean, the up biggest thing age. we dealt with for me, I don't know about y'all, was Bamba. That was his name, the bully, taking mm-hmm. my lunch money. Just mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. And now that was the biggest the thing for you. That was what? Sin? Yeah, I mean, me and Lonnie Cotton and Henry Ware was trying to figure out how to keep our teacher from coming to school the next day with this damn spelling test. <laughs> <laughs> there was a plan. <laughs> That's what we was going through for. <laughs> yeah. School used serious. to be the safest yeah. place, school, though. School used to be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be yeah. the safest place. You could wait there all day for your mama to come get yeah. you. That's Just wait right. there at the school. That's right. Yeah. Times and, have changed. Oh, really and then Lee Brown came to school, it was trouble. I'm, oh, oh, you had to take off work? Oh, my God. Oh, man. And come to school? Two buses? Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. my job. So trouble for talking. Oh, oh man. Lord. Talking, talking, talking. No, my mama came to the school in all my years, twice. Did you get your butt whooped both times? I didn't get a butt whipping. I got a damn near annihilated. You don't even understand. Dog, no, no, seriously. I almost left here. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. We ought to been there. Yeah. <laughs> I know my wow. mom could not take off work and come up to school. Oh, no. Man, that's you a see no, them no. two nurse, no. the nurse shoes get up, come in that yeah. class? And she wasn't a nurse. Oh, oh, the white soul shoes? With the white shoes? That was me in the basement. <laughs> Listen, and guys. It wasn't even coming out clear, but what I clearly I was saying, he down here killing <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, coming up, we're going to talk about Sister Jean and the final four. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we talked about this earlier. Uh, well, everyone's favorite nun is uh, heading to the Final Four. <clears throat> yeah. The Loyola basketball team chaplain, 98-year-old Sister Jean Dolores Smith, uh, a.k.a. Sister Jean. They just call yeah. her Sister Jean. A- mm-hmm. And the uh, Loyola Chicago Ramblers will be heading to San Antonio to yeah. take on the Michigan Wolverines. Boy, them boys is getting it in. Yes, they are. <laughs> and I mean, they're balling hard. They're yeah. trying to let them have it. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I do a, like a little small? You know, I don't know basketball, but I know this is happening. Mm-hmm. The Lady Gamecocks, Columbia, South Carolina, in the final eight, about to go to the final four again after winning it last year. This year, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's big, Jay. That's real big. Oh, yeah. It. And that's all I know now. Yeah. So don't we don't go no on conversation <laughs> about who's on the bench and how deep they are. <laughs> I don't I don't know that, okay? <laughs> But you know to give a shout I out. I know, I'm giving a shout out. Right. I was going to ask you guys, what did you think of Sister Jean? That's the, the nun. The That's nun, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 98, and she's well, very inspirational to the guy. I know a well, more famous nun than her, though. Oh? My first wife. You ain't get none. You ain't see none. <laughs> Your first wife was a nun, Jay. I, I didn't get none. I didn't. I ain't talk about none. <laughs> but she's supposed to be the what what is the the mascot of the mm-hmm. team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's very articulate. Yeah, she's very yeah. I mean, she's yeah. razor sharp, uh-huh. man, for oh, 98. Yeah. yeah. I'm going like, wow, man, this woman is speaking. She's clear, mm-hmm. coherent. Mm-hmm. She knows all it's talked about San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I, but them boys is getting it done, man. Yeah. Boys out of Loyola. You, you know, that's a school you go to when you don't get picked to go to the big the bigger schools, and you know, you know, you didn't quite get the big grade point. The grade point average held you back. You know, Why are you going down low, Steve? You know, just that's, that's how I went to school. Oh, I went to school. It's something close to your heart, you speak. Yeah, of. something yeah. near and dear. Just some near. Yeah, and dear. I, I know what it's like to get in badly. 
All right, so now all kinds of teams want Sister Jean to come to their city and visit them. Atlanta Falcons want her, Carolina Panthers, and um, she might even have a date with Charles Barkley because he said if Loyola made it to the Final Four, he would take Sister Jean out on a date. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, I guess she needs to be Man. getting ready. If she's going to save teams, how the hell are Cleveland Browns? <laughs> I knew it. They didn't call her. <laughs> they need to be first. They ain't brought up. How, and how the hell Barkley going to understand the depth of this lady's language, really? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, lady's going to be talking all over Barkley's head. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Charles talk real good when we together. Uh-huh. Cause we be right there. Mm. Same vocabulary. <laughs> 30 points, 50 points. <laughs> so do you guys have like a, a good luck person per se or a person you look yes, to? Yes, I do. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing mighty bad. <laughs> you damn right I got We all do. Too. We all yeah. go to. Yeah. That's my go to right there. <laughs> I can rub these checks every week. Are you kidding me? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, our very own thanks, Sister Steve, Jean. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Brother Steve and Sister Jean. Brother Steve and Sister Jean. Put it together. You're not going to clap harder for Sister Jean. Man, not, not harder than for Steve. I'm telling you. So we all agree on this show. Yes, our good luck yes. person Who's is Steve Harvey. Say it one time. Steve. One, two, three. Coming up, Steve Harvey will have closing remarks at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last break of the day. Been a pretty good day. Interesting day. And Steve, your closing remarks are back. We love them. What do you have for us today, Steve? All right. Here here it is for today. This is a really uplifting one. I just want to talk to you for a minute about dreams. Uh, Because everybody has them. Uh, but dreams are so, so important, man, because there's a scripture that says something to the effect that a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. A man without a dream or a vision shall perish. So, I mean, just everybody has to dream and everybody has to envision something. It is the thing that pushes us forward. It's one of the most important motivating factors in your life today. The hope that things will change from you, change for you from what they are now. That's what it is. You dream of one day owning a business. You dream of one day of climbing the corporate ladder. You dream of one day becoming an attorney. You dream of one day of being a supervisor. You dream of one day driving a certain car. You dream of one day owning the house of your dreams. You dream about traveling around the world. You dream about the man or the woman of your dreams. You dream about the family you've always wanted. You dream about being happy. You dream about being successful. You envision yourself with a lifestyle uh, that you've always wondered about and seen other people living. You envision yourself somewhere else other than where you are. Everybody feels those things, man. But let me explain something to you. As motivating as that is, as motivating as dreams and visions are, dreams don't work unless you do. Get me now. Dreams don't work unless you do. I was reading a book by Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan's got a book out called uh, Wake Up Happy. 
And one of the subtitles on one of his chapters is that too, that dreams don't work unless you do. I am telling you, man, that that is such a true statement. Nothing comes to a dreamer but a dream unless you work. Dreams don't work unless you do. Nothing comes to a dreamer but a dream unless you work, man. You've got to put forth a serious effort to make your dreams come true or the things you envision come to fruition. You've got to put forth a massive all-out assault on it. And why not? What else you got to do? I would rather be working on my dreams and visions than to be sitting there watching my life go by day after day after day after day and doing nothing about it. Even an inmate that's incarcerated can get in a program to take his mind outside the walls to further uh, better himself so in the event that he does get out, he at least comes out with something that they can't take from him, which is knowledge. How is it that those of us that are free don't have enough sense to try to do something to better ourselves, our position, or our plight in life? Oh, man, you've got to be kidding me. All you've got to do is dream, but dreams don't work unless you do. Now, look, it's not easy to make your dreams come true. It's really not. I'll tell you that. But I'll tell you what's, that's not easy to do, but I'll tell you what's harder than do that. Be nothing. Because I have been both. I have worked so hard to make my dreams come true, and I've sat around being nothing. And I got news for you. Sitting around being nothing is hard, man. It's so restrictive. Even if you think of something, you can't do that. You can't go to the store and get an ice cream because you done sat around and decided to be nothing. And how do you become nothing? By doing nothing. It's hard being nothing, man. Now, let me tell you something. On your way to your dreams, you're going to hurt. You're going to hurt along the way. You're going to have some regrets. Man, I should have stayed on my job. I sat up here and jumped trying to start this business. I had a job that kept a steady income coming in. You may have some regrets one day. You may even consider quitting one day, but don't you do it. Because the moment you stop working on your dreams, your dreams stop becoming true. Dreams don't work unless you do. If you worked as hard on your dreams as you do on your job, can you do you imagine what you'd have? Can you possibly imagine what you be? That's what I always used to say to myself. Why am I working this hard for somebody else when I can work this hard for me? Now, I'm not knocking a job. That's not what I'm saying. Because sometimes you got your dream job. Sometimes you got the job of your dreams. I applaud you. I'm just talking about your dreams, though. If you dream of something other and more than that, when you going to go? Now, if you got your dream job, clap, clap. And now millions of people who are working their dream job. Or they're working a job that can get them to their dream. So this is not an anti-working statement. This is just about what it takes to make your dreams come true. A man without a dream or vision shall perish. I have one simple philosophy in my life. Steve, why you work so hard? Why you got so many shows? Why you always doing this? My philosophy is very simple. I spend all my time building my dreams. So when I get some time, I can live my dreams. I've always dreamed of traveling around the world, going to places, 
I've always dreamed of being relevant to somebody. I've always dreamed of being important to my children. That's why I work so hard. Those are my dreams and visions. What are yours? Dust them off. And remember, dreams don't work unless you do. You dig? That's my closing remarks for today. Y'all have a great weekend. We just started. It's Monday, boo. <laughs> for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.